Hello and welcome to another Celtic Bertie and Paul podcast. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined in this humid Thursday night in Dublin uh, by Mikey Dahl and uh, European correspondent Dan, Daniel Devaney. How are you doing? Reporting for duty. Reporting for duty. Um, so, we don't have much to talk about then, Mikey, no? Nothing? No, we don't. We don't. You can't just, you can't, you can't spend the whole podcast just closing your eyes and shaking your head. It doesn't really work. <laughs> it doesn't really work in the old uh, podcast arena. So where <coughs> no, do we start? True. Let's just start. We could start at the weekend, which is good, but let's just start. With, let's just scratch that itch. Uh, was last night the most disappointing night for a long while in Europe? And I'm going to say, and put my hand up and say, yes. Yeah. Oi. Last night, I was out the back Crouched down, head in hands, screaming unmentionable words to myself, obviously, not at the top of my voice. I would have square goed anyone that walked up to me <laughs> at, at that for that kind of 10 minute period after it. I was just, I mean, crestfallen, not even gutted, crestfallen. I, just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it happened. But yet, I knew it would happen. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Just, uh, I mean, roller coaster of emotions doesn't even cover it. I was just, I was, I was, I was gone. That's all I can say. Dan, for you, you were the same, weren't you? Or well, no, nah, no, nah, definitely the exact same as Mikey. Absolutely, Dylan. It's just, you know, like, you can just see it coming as well. You're like, get ready, get ready, get ready. Next thing, ball stolen, out wide. Fences out of position. Oh my god. What a header for Pedro like to give me his due. Like fabulous header, but like what are you doing? You know what I mean? Just as I was saying, eh, was it yesterday I was talking to Paul and just saying like even just see the game out. We need to learn to see these games out sometimes. And <laughs> that's exactly that scenario. You just had to see it out, take the draw, get the extra money in for the point. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's ah, oh, I was raging, absolutely raging. <laughs> But then you wake up this morning, you're just like, ah, fuck. Same again for a couple of minutes in the shower, and then away you go. It's all me a life, but, ah, raging. You're uh, No, I, I mean, I, I phoned my boss and said I'm having a mental health day today. That's how bad I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think I was writing to you this morning, Dan, and I, I'm just wondering. I'm just. Uh, I, I even thought watching Callum McGregor's interview back at Callum now is beginning to get to the. He's beginning to get that that feeling in his stomach now, because even he said about learning, and he said, "Oh, I mean, oh, you know that way." He, he mm. near enough said that's a learning thing. Then he actually just caught himself saying it and saying, "We just got to see these games out." You know what I mean? Fuck. Uh, look, do we see if any player? That kind of whose day, whose heyday was like five years ago, needs a bit of a career revival. Just come to Celtic Park and play us in Europe. I thought Pedro had gone to, I know he was still playing football. Thought he was in <laughs> Saudi Arabia if he was. Who was it last year? Eden Hazard, uh, Timo Werner, like that Joaquin boy. Basically, just just come play us at Celtic Park and you can kind of relive your glory days because we'll just open the floodgates for you 
Unbelievable. But yes, it was a good header, to be fair. Well, I mean, the funny thing is that Jota went to the Saudi. Pedro stayed for another year, not back the money. And then <laughs> done us in the last seconds of a 96-minute game. Mm. It's just mental. It's just, actually, it's just... Again, we, we've talked to us again, obviously, we've talked to us before. Celtic, as a club, need to have fixed, fixed processes for these... Di- so, there is no need for us to be in that position at 94 minutes. Just no need. We take the point and we move on. But for some reason, Celtic can't see out things like games. And really, it's not... It's just not good enough after we've played so well, mm. you know. And, and to be fair, we were comfortable enough in the second half. They weren't exactly battering us. We weren't exactly battering them. I'd say we, of all the chances we, made we had, they made changes to, to take the draw. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's ah, oh, it's just so annoying. It's so annoying. You could, but you could just, you could see it coming. You could just see it coming right at him when he got the boy's feet like an idiot. That minute he hit a second hesitation, that's all these guys need. And then you bang, put it wide, cross in, game over. Like, oh. and so we so looking, let's just look at the goal. Let's never mind it. The goal eh, so we're playing around the back, right? So we don't have and there's loads of there's loads of facets to this goal that I think can maybe look at Celtic and see right, okay, what are we doing here? So first of all, eh, Holland, Haaland uh, Fernandez uh, and Carey, different players like that, all played 90 odd minutes for their clubs in Europe. So I'll think a hand on the best, what do you call it? All these players played 90 odd minutes for their clubs. Yeah. When Scales is looking up in 93 minutes for passing the ball, we don't have any of our top players on the pitch at that stage. So Hatati's not there. Hatati never plays more than more. Kyogo's off. So we've now got a, a position where Ho, okay, I'm not too sure, uh, Paul, Paulo Bernardo, different players. I'm just trying, why can't we just play our entire team just to win the game and just keep the team on the pitch? So you've got that quality. Carter Vickers is on the pitch. So Dan, take that away from your point of view. Carter Vickers is on the pitch. Does Carter Vickers need to be on the pitch? Did he do anything different than Matty Phillips? I am not sure. I don't think so. And all, all, all I can assume is Phillips still isn't 100% fit and can he do 90 minutes? Like, why else have we subbed him? You didn't look I, it. He didn't? You know what I mean? No. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to bring somebody back from injury, you don't bring them into a Champions League match at one each. You know what it's I mean? Like if we're strolling at 3 nil up, I maybe, okay, I get your point, but it's not the right time to bring somebody in. I mean, did Carter Vickers do all right when he came on? Aye, he did. And then just that moment of madness. But again, he wasn't exactly under a hell of a lot of pressure until that moment in time. Well, see, Scottish football would have you believe that, or Celtic would have you believe that everything's a learning lesson. So if you watch that back then, Carter Vickers should never do that at that time because he've learned, he's, he's played so many European games for Celtic that that should have been learned well before then or is Carter Vickers tired or just so again but that, that, gets, that gets back to our conversation with um, home like when he 
fucking what do you call it? He done, he done the tackle on the guy against Feyenoord. They put the studs up. We're talking about that stuff you get taught when you're fucking 12, yeah. 13, 14, don't do it. It's the same thing. You're at that age, 12, 13, 14, the boys at the back, you're winning or you're drawing a couple of, get fucking ready. Rose Ed was the old saying, you know what I mean? Parent Rose Ed, parent Rose Ed. So uh, it's, just, it's just a lapse of concentration. He's took an extra touch. Next time the boys try to take it off him. And the SPL, Vickers can hold off nearly anybody. You know what I mean? So I'd say that's been through his mind. They'll just hold the guy off, control it, and then I'll pass it wherever I need to. He's tried to hold the guy back. The guy's robbed him in a way they've went. But it's happened to him, Mikey, in the SPL. He's ha- that's happened to him before he's been caught when he's came back from... He's been caught like that before. And it happened to Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor, <coughs> in the first the first half, done a spinny thing. He and tried to do something. <laughs> right. And then I was like... Cause I'm like Taylor's playing, I was arguing with somebody in WhatsApp, saying Taylor's doing well passing going forward. Then he starts as if he's in a tumble dryer. I'm like... Just like sometimes you just got to just put the ball at the park and start again, yeah. you know. And then suddenly there, were, there, there was there was about fifteen minutes in the first half where our passing was atrocious for most people. You know what I mean? I think it was between maybe fifteen and thirty minutes. The passing was shocking. We lost the ball so many times. They thankfully it never came to anything. I bet our team would have punished us. Look, oh. there definitely there definitely is like a mentality or you know an experience like just gap I I think it was about 90 minutes maybe 91 minutes Matt O'Reilly is up in there but he kind of makes a run just outside the 18 yard box going towards the corner flag and you can tell from about you know you can tell from the TV straight away as soon as he's just going to dive here and play for the foul it was never the option it was just not you know what I mean go into the corner or, you know, actually make the move across the guy and then you guarantee the foul. And, and if not, it's probably going to go out for a for a throw-in. And it's little things like that. And I think it was about 92 minutes where, like, just making a stupid decision like that can almost spread a virus through the rest of the team. And then it's like you're on the back foot thinking, well, well wait a minute, we were in, you know, we were, we were just about a... We had kind of control of the ball in their 18-yard box and suddenly someone's making a stupid decision like that and you know it felt like about two minutes after that they'd scored um so you know these are the kind of things that you just shouldn't be happening you shouldn't be making those to your point Paul you should be learning that Matt O'Reilly should have learned that in the first game he played in the Champions League last year do you know what I mean so I just I don't know there's yeah, and that's why I almost say it's the players on the pitch there at that, at that point. Rodgers shoot, can almost can't do anything there. You can't really see. The players were just making, collectively, just making really stupid decisions in that last five minutes. Well, you're, I mean, if you look at Newcastle, so basically when the goal goes in, my my feed clicks off and suddenly the Newcastle game flicked up. And it... The difference between Newcastle and Celtic was Newcastle kept in their strigid 4-5-1 formation. You just get rid of the ball, putting the ball up the park. And you watch Johnson for the goal. And Johnson, I said to Dan this morning, Johnson's 20 yards in front of Carter Vickers. He's waiting for a pass to drive on the pitch. Celtic is a football club. Should There should be something in there, a diktat to say, we can't, we've got to stick to 4-4-4. Four, 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 5-1 or whatever, keep our back line intact it, after the 89th minute. 
It's 94 yeah. minutes. Johnson's looking to go. There was no way we were scoring a goal. We were not scoring a goal in that situation. We don't have our best striker on. We don't have probably our, one of our best midfield attackers. Riley's knackered. Why are we going so forward up the field? At that time, we just, we've got the ball, we pass it around, we knock it around, we put it up the channels and just keep moving up. But that, and to, to, the fact that you're saying, Mikey, I didn't feel as if it was happening. I just was sitting there and I was watching, I was taking notes, I was looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. And you're thinking, okay, we've got the ball. This isn't, we're not backs to the wall. We've got the ball, we've played well, controlling the football after a sticky spell. The balls were hitting the wingers, everything was doing. It's just, it just, as you said today, they're finding new ways of making, making Celtic not win. I mean, that's a million years since we've not won at home. I mean, it's, it isn't isn't good enough from no, our point that, of view. I think the last eleven Champions League games we've not won at home. You were saying? No, but that's obviously a space a good few years, but. But that la- last night was uh, last night was we played really good football. We played some spells. We played really good passing. The goal that was offside was a great passing move. Like, it's a brilliant move. Yang done okay, but you see he's becoming a bit more more confident. McGregor was back to being really, being really bullish. Thought Atati played well. Kyogo had a big smile on his face. There was so many positives during that game. Yeah. But not for us to hold out for two more minutes uh, in a game like that. And I, I'm beginning to think the Celtic should keep their best players on the pitch at all times. I don't. I think the drop off, the drop off is 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 just not. I don't think. I think once we get these other guys on, I just don't know. I just. Don't, I'm beginning to think we we keep like. I mean, I have seen somebody talking about Postecoglou, but Postecoglou, but Postecoglou Champions League Atati not came off after 60 minutes because we're totally knackered. I don't think Atati was gassed. His eyes bugger because people, people keep punching him and elbowing him. Nobody sends anybody off because he's just seems to. But I didn't think. I thought we were a team that could control that game to win or get a draw. The first eleven. I, I just think we've got into this situation. We just sub all the time. I don't know if it's a good idea. Is it maybe just the, the old idea of bringing on fresh legs? I know what you're saying, Paul, but your best players are on the pitch. They're your big game players. They're better chance of putting the ball away in than in the net if a chance does drop to them you know what I mean uh, if you want a chance or, falling you want it falling to Kyogo and Stadio so, or even just even just holding the ball up Dan aye, just bringing, bringing the ball like like did Larson and Sutton always get substituted I don't think they did like Sutton I don't know we're old Martin we're old men but Sutton would have just took the ball in the corner flag and started fighting with people took the draw and we walked on there was none of that. And uh, Carter Vickers, it's just an interview as Carter Vickers is dawdling on the ball or the commentary and you're like, just please. And it's, maybe it's just counterintuitive to us nowadays. Maybe that's not you play, but I think uh, we we deserve more than we got yesterday. And McGregor knows it now. It's just, it's just, just annoying. It's really annoying. So, uh, I mean, it's, yeah. I, like, no, I agree with, with what you're saying. We need to keep our best players in the park. But then I also can't escape the fact that it was Cameron Carter-Vickers, our, one of our better players, one of our best players, players that's supposed to be at home at that level, plus Alistair Johnson, another one of our top players that are 
kind of culpable in that for that goal that we conceded. So, and then again, I pulled out Matt O'Reilly, who should have learned when I just, you know, when he played for that free kick, I was just raging. So especially, especially the way that referee had been refereeing all night, guy get kicked in the head, and he, you know, what I mean, never even kind of did anything about it. So I take your point, but then I also think there was no guarantee that if we kept all that same, you know, made no changes that we wouldn't, have, you know, we wouldn't have had that brain fart moment. So uh, yeah. who who brings on? I mean, part of actors coming on, the defenders coming on. But you're right, Mike, and that's that's the point. And that's just I'm trying to say as well, Paul. Is now you could keep your best players on the pitch because they could be absolutely boxed, and then if say you keep Nat Phillips on and he's absolutely dying at 75 minutes, come 85 minutes he can hardly walk. You know what I mean? Then you put Pickers on, or do you just leave Nat Phillips? I know Nat Phillips isn't the best defender or whatever, but if you put him on, then he gets beat for pace. It's like why did we not sub him? We could see he was dying. It's that old thing. So the old adage is you bring fresh legs on, the fresh legs might get you a goal. The super sub or that carry on. So George, I don't really think George, that, but yeah. you would like to think you can do 90 minutes. Maybe he can. Maybe he's got an injury. Who knows? But was Kyogo still on the pitch when we scored that offside goal? Maida, yes. um, well, I don't know if Maida missed. Well, Maida didn't miss it. He touched it <laughs> before... Um, and that was our most fluid. I don't think he was. Yeah, I mean, that was our best passage of play. That could be offside goal. That was um, such a good move. Oh, it went side to side. They went forward. They were a little bit, but it was, you know, if there it's is lovely. such a thing as brain ball, that that was it. You know, and, and there um, was stages like that. When the, some of the passing was excellent. Yeah, I just just individual I thought, errors, but. But a, a, a collective, like I say, a collective brain fart. I can't think of a better term. Like you know, stupid, stupid decisions. <laughs> yeah, that uh, you can't legislate for, but you can because it's Celtic in the Champions League. Furuhashi. No, Furuhashi was on. No, he was on. Oh, 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 came on for. Oh, was only on for eighty-six minutes. So why is he getting battered? He's getting like pilloried on social media and general the day. It's like, guy can't he do it if he's coming on for four minutes, you know? That's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a misnomer then saying don't Hugo made seven. it to eighty six minutes. You could you could say you took him off just to waste a bit of time. <laughs> Wait, but like we're we're staring down zero no play here. I mean, like we can't be the we can't be the same as Rangers last year. It gave us so much, so much laughter. We can't be zero points to the Champions League. Like, come on, Celtic European champions, the first British team. We can't even get a like. Oh, like I mean, I feel I didn't see the first game, but I, I mean, overall, taking all the emotion out of it. I felt a lot more comfortable watching us play last night than I did under Ange Postecoglou in the Champions League. That was... So, you know, we got a lot of plaudits last year. Really, I was ultimately pretty disappointed in how we performed in the Champions League. I was hoping that the the now Spurs manager was going to stay and that, you know, we were going to 
learn from the mistakes this season. But that, 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 that didn't happen. Um, but ultimately, I felt like the you know, from what I hear about the first performance, bar again a couple of ridiculous decisions by the sounds of it, we do. You know, we are being a bit more savvy in the way we play. Obviously, take out the the stupid mistakes, but it, it's feel like I get the general impression that we feel like this is a a better way to try and play in the Champions League. But ultimately, we are still losing. So. Here's, here's, the, here's the thing. There are two games that we should have won. Dan, no? We know that. Yep. Six points in the Champions League. How much progress would you have on a Celtic? You'd be, you'd be like... But there's, just, the money, but there's the money you get for that as well. And yeah. that's what obviously the big ones will be looking at. The money you get, you even get for a point. You know, is it quarter of a, is that quarter of a million you get or something stupid? I think it's something for a, a point. You but it's like you're saying is you're saying euros for the win. Aye, some of that. So it's it's like you were saying last week as well, Paul. It's, and it's not just does it makes the stupid mistakes. Like what, look at the PSG goal last um, Newcastle goal, the first one. Marquinhos trying to play out for the back with a stupid wee chip yeah. gets the ball took off and bang goal. So we're not the only ones making these mistakes. It's just because we're Celtic fans and <laughs> we see it all the time. It's just we highlight it so much, but it's frustrating as hell. Do you not know think though, like in a you know, obviously, as we're talking about, we've got this terrible record, whatever, 13 games spread over 13 years or whatever. I mean, for me, again, that's a little bit misleading because plenty of those years we weren't even in the Champions League. So I know... It, yeah. it, it's a Champions League side, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, if you take that game in isolation, I, I honestly feel... I do feel like if we played that again there's a good chance we'd win it do you know what I mean and I couldn't honestly say any of the games last year you know other than Shakhtar the next away I don't think I could have said that about about us in the Champions League last year so you've you know you are it is it does feel like it's a, a better representation this year and you know again it's not really any comfort because we have I know it still says Neil Poir but like we're kind of we're knocking on the door now whereas I never really felt like we were last year I mean yeah I mean I, I walked I was walking about today in a sort of stupor I thought well okay maybe Rogers next year if he if he moves the team on Scales is playing well. I'm really enjoying watching Scales play in terms of his passing and moving. I said, okay, yeah, but right now, right at this stage, right now, I mean, like, Maeda's misses, Maeda's, would you think he made his must stand the first half, did you think? Like it, it's, it's just, Some chance, wasn't it? And what about the one where he chips it in the goalkeeper's hands? That, I, I don't know, I, I just sort of, I just that's, that's what I'm saying. A top class striker finishes that, no bother. Yeah, puts it, it puts it right that's in the front difference. of him. But he in. does do Maida does do so much other really like top level work in terms of tracking back and he shutting you know, down was phenomenal last yeah, night. Yeah. Even towards the end, like fucking non-stop. Yeah, and he hit your man for so pace. Much. Yeah, and that was my next my next point was why didn't we put more balls in the back? 
he's made a hat him on on ice. He didn't do enough for that little just put that ball down that channel and give him a one-on-one with that guy. Because every that's time he I, was on him. That, that's what I feel Hattati was a little bit maybe off it last night. I'd be looking for a bit more from Hattati to get those kind of balls. Okay. I mean, it was it was all O'Reilly, obviously very good for Kyogo's finish. I'm not... Oh, it's just fun. It's fantastic finesse in that pass. I mean, uh, like Hattati had one really good kind of pass to find Maida that I remember. But, uh, yeah, I don't... I feel like we're... I'm not saying Hattati had a bad game, but I do feel like it was all kind of on O'Reilly to create and kind of McGregor also thought had a good game. Hattati was just a bit meh. And, you know, you're kind of looking for him to really step up and and be, you know, finding those those balls, those passes. The punch to the head wouldn't have helped. No, it didn't. It didn't. But, Again, try to be positive. I thought the the guys from Benfica looked pretty comfortable at that level, and you know, would would be worth you know could it could have been a shout for an earlier sub for Hatati because I think he looked well at home. I thought Palma as well was okay. Um, I don't know if it was just me being my negative head on, like obviously because I looking to go for the win. But when he came on, anytime he get the ball down that wing, he never really took him on. I think once he done it. It was back every time, and then it became a recurring joke with me and my son were sitting watching it. As soon as he got the ball, I was like, here we go back. Because remember when, used to, <laughs> when, when Lambert used to play, Lambert always got the ball and passed it back. But Palmer would get the ball nearly every time, passed it back the way. And then the one time they went, well, I think this maybe the second time he went forward, um, the goal came. Um, or he went back and then he crossed that uh, cross field, didn't he? That's what happened. The, the yeah, goal, the goal. Field, sorry. Yeah. Aye, so he cut, he, 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 he cut back the way and then hurt it across field. Whereas other things you just pant back to Taylor. And I get that, and that's the whole point of the build up, put it at the other side and come back. But I was just sitting there that's thinking, looking at it, going, if Jota's got that ball, he's running your man and going to take him on mm-hmm. a lot more. Maybe that's just me. No, I think, not I think gonna, Yeah, I agree. I agree. But then we're not going to find another Jota. Jota's not a Jota's not a not, that type of football player isn't going to appear at Celtic Park for the next X amount of years. Jota's Jota was a different type of player. I mean, we don't get them, the strikers, we're not going to get but them if But if you're going to, I agree, Paul, but if we're going to score goals at this level, we need that type of player to be yeah. running at that defence, passing it back and going across. How, how many shots on target do we have? We didn't have a hell of a lot, did we? O'Reilly had one where he, I thought he was going to burst the net, but he tried to pass it. He, the ball came out to him. And that was all a really good passing play, moving the ball and mm. O'Reilly sort of, not scuffs it, but he knocks it in. I thought, geez. The one Johnson put over the bar was a was yeah, a well, leader. Yeah, oh, that's got again. That's got again. Roy Keane says on target, man. On target. On target. On targets in. You know what I mean? Like he just. Roy Keane says any professional football player should hit the target from eighteen yards in, and I get that. I get if you're a, a technical striker trying. To, all he had to do there was just put his just put his foot through it, and you know he, he knew the minute he came to because Maida done really well. He, he regenerated yeah. the ball out. He knocked it. So he's got a wee bit of time to think. I, d- I thought Johnson was... That was his worst game for Celtic last night. I don't think... I think he should have been yellow-carded early doors. He was clattering around. I thought he was out of, just out of sorts. He was trying too hard or doing something too hard. I don't know what he was doing, but he just didn't look... It just... Yeah. 
and just at the end, the goal coming at the end, he's running back and he's just sort of watching it. And I'm thinking, oh man, just stay back. Just please stay back. Just even if Rogers is telling you not to, just stay back just for that two minutes and just see this game out. So I thought Johnson struggled last night or it was just his timing was slightly off. But yeah, he's, he's a good player. But I don't know. Champions League's just a killer into every year, every year. <laughs> every year's the same stuff. Do you know what it is, though? Like, I, I mean, I read a lot about oh, it's the, the tra- this is all the transfer windows fault, you know, it was really underwhelming and we didn't buy the, the necessary quality. But I just, I, I just feel like when you get a new manager in, which we did, it's all, it's, you're always going to be starting again. Do you know what I mean? Like, we can't, People are saying, like, you'd be expecting better this year from this squad, but I would have said that if it was the same manager, but the bottom line is it's not. It's a new manager who's changed the style and tried to get something different out of them, so it's like a starting another cycle. So, you know, I, I, you know, who knows if Jota would have been as good in the, the way Rodgers wanted. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of kind of unknowns when, when you say that. The, for me, what what it is, is you, at Celtic, you need a manager and a board in sync, like they were for the first two years under Postacoglu, building so that you get that bit of momentum, so you've got a core group of players playing in the similar way that, you know, eventually, you know, you, you do start to feel more comfortable at that level, and that, you know, it's, I mean, a lot of that, I think, is why we We've got such a poor record in the Champions League because it's rip it up and start again with new players and then a new manager. You know, to be well, fair, Celtic, you've, you've got. I do think that you know that that that's a big part of it. But is it not? Is it not the other way around? Then is it not that we put so much emphasis Celtic, Celtic fans, Scottish football on this Champions League football tournament? But actually, if you just took it away last night, well, that's who weren't that good. They just weren't that good. And we just put this pressure on ourselves. If it's a runaway, if it's a run-up, run one of the games, Celtic just, we, we win that game or we, we come out with a draw and then we're kicking ourselves because we've not won it. But because it's the Champions League, we seem to have festered into these crazy things that happen every single game that we play pretty well and we we seem to lose it. And it, maybe maybe that's it. I mean there is definitely there is it's definitely becoming a bit of a hoodoo. Um uh, Yeah, it, look, it is, but it's not I mean let's say it's not it's not helped by the fact that we keep on ripping it up and starting again. Do you know what I mean? Neil, Neil Lennon talking about the Lazio game, Dan, did you listen to him? About how he they beat I mean Lazio. Petrov after it? Oh, sorry, yeah. the one we we won yet. He was on, so he's talking about the Lazio game, and he's saying, right, this is we we calmed the players down, we took them over before to Rome a day before it, and we did this, and it was nice and calm. We, we had a real fixed belief that we could do something over there. And it was just simple stuff he was talking about, and I, and I I seen last night, I seen a Celtic team playing last night. I thought O'Reilly was that it was his coming of age game, great wee pass into Kyogo, and. I, I was like, here we go, we've got this. The thing, things are beginning to drop in our, our favour. And then it just all sort of just blows away. And it, 
But I, I don't know. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. Is it the same if we play Lazio in the European League? Is it the same result again? Is it the Champions League that's killing us? This thing, but like. I mean, it's, indi- it's individual. It's individual errors, I think, as well, Paul. You know, the the, the first goal was very avoidable. The ball came in, and is it scales and O'Reilly jump for it, and I think it's O'Reilly turns his back on it. Ball falls between them, bounces up in the air, your man heads it, hits off somebody else. I take it that's why Hart never hardly got a hand to it. Um, I don't know why Alistair Johnson wasn't on the post. To be honest, I don't know if he started on the post either, but. Again, you're just looking at that one and going, for God's sake, get rid of it, you know? The whole, um, what is it they call it, first contact? You know I mean, yeah, ball comes in, it should, should, it shouldn't, somebody should be meeting it, and that's what Pink Petrov says. Uh, now, like, back in his day, it was like, you had big defenders, you had your Val Hans and Mialbis, you need somebody in there that's going to be clearing that. And maybe maybe Vickers, maybe that's what he'd have been doing. You know what I mean? Cleared one, we cleared one, like, before, that's the good corner, we cleared it, we brought up and cleared it. I was like, right, Magic, we're on this. You can sort this corner out. And then it's just like, it's as if it's like dripping in the back of the net. You're just sitting there watching it. And <laughs> you're just like, okay, oh, oh, oh. And then, oh, there's Hart. Hart goes down in these funny hands. Does his wee comical routine. And you're like, what are we doing here? It just is so easy. Like, for instance, the goal they scored against, the second goal, Pedro knows from when he was 15 years old, if you're at left wing and a right back, wanders up the field and you get the ball, you make sure you're onside and you hit your position just just before the, the, the right-hand post, so you're five yards out, you run along the line and one of your players will knock over that. Like That's simple football. So Pedro is a great player. He's played in all these big Champions League games. He's older. He's wiser. The minute Caravaca loses that ball, all he does is just go in his position and he's like, oh, wait a minute, there's, not, there's nobody here to defend me. And then Riley's walking back. We've lost the ball. Our, our central defender is in the middle where Gregor should be or somebody should be. He shouldn't be there. And that's all he's done. It. We've made it so easy for them to score. Oh, it's a great looping header. He scores them for fun. It's like a basketball player. They don't miss. When you, if, you put a, uh, if you put LeBron James and he stands there and there's nobody marking him, he hits 100% of his baskets. From like, he can throw from the crowd. You put somebody on him, gives them something to think about. Celtic put nobody on. I mean, he must be a multiple Champions League winner. That is panic. Running. Panic, we've lost the ball there attacking his last minute, but he's panicking, running back. And you can see the full defence going to the ball, which leaves the gap yeah. in the back. Plus, Johnson's up the pitch, and Carter Vickers is out of position. Carter Vickers is crying at that moment. We were all crying. You see the dejection when the goal went in, man, the right? people just hit the ground. Not anyway, crying. we're going to beat Madrid. Yeah, we're going to go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. I just I don't have the capacity to go. I'm going to go to Scotland. So, so we don't have any. Like I was thinking, right? We'll get a good podcast. Laugh, laughing at Michael Beale. We laugh at Rangers. We laugh at Steve Davis. We all we laugh at Michael Beale yesterday, and then bang, and Celtic will do well in Europe, and we'll have a good laugh at that. But nope. It's just, it's it's just that continual feeling of just like, come on, lads, let's get. Let's get a run together. Let's get the feel-good factor back in the club in Europe. And uh, like all these like things in the Guardian, Celtic, another disappointing night. Celtic played well. They were the better team, but they found another way to lose. It's just like, it's a constant narrative that drives me insane. But until we do something about it, it's going to continue to be that way, you know? 
Yep. So you you don't you don't blame it on a poor transfer window then? No, I I don't blame. We we you you look at the teams we were playing against, and I believe hundred percent we should we should have beaten both the teams, or at least at four points. I don't see I don't see any startling striker we're up against. We're not up against like we, we last yesterday's the goal showed that we could just. A bit of passing. Maeda fills a spot. Their defence can't catch Kyogo. Kyogo, it's a lovely little pass, but Kyogo's off and he gets his goal. The goalkeeper wasn't even that good. The goalkeeper didn't cover himself in glory. So why didn't we create three or four more of them? And we can we can do it. We, we have got that level of football in us. I don't see anything that's terrifying the Champions League apart from the anthem. I, I'm, I'm not... Maybe I'm being disrespectful to the opponents, but I don't really see anything that's like really... Well, we're not playing against Juventus, or we're not playing against Barcelona or Real Madrid from last year. We're playing against teams, OK, they've got bigger budgets than us, but I think Celtic are definitely at home. The midfield last night played very well in spells, Dan. I know there was a 20 to 30 minutes where we did look a bit at sea, but we weren't getting smashed up. No, we weren't. Definitely not. And that's where, in the olden days... Celtic Park was the fortress and you beat those teams or you gave it a right good shot to beat them. Whereas now, there doesn't seem to be an element of the 12th man. It doesn't seem to be able to push us over. Crowd sounded uh, quiet. I mean, it's, it's easy for me to say sitting, but it wasn't like a rip-roaring, raucous atmosphere last night, I didn't think. I'm not sure. John was talking about we're talking about maybe the, the Green Grade only sing now. I don't. I'm not really sure. I can't really concentrate. I, I think. I think. I think maybe Mike is because we weren't exactly ripping them apart either. You know, they weren't taking us apart. We weren't taking them apart. We were a bit more possession, a bit more of the ball, couple, maybe a couple more chances. But but if we yeah. want to, we, if we want to be this fortress park head, I mean, it. it I mean, when I used to go and watch us under O'Neill. You know, it was just rowdy. It was raucous. It it was okay. Maybe the Champions League novelty slightly has worn off, but you know, I still feel like we're there's a bit of a myth there now about this whole Fortress Parkhead and teams don't like coming there. Like I say, it's it's a it's a great for someone that's pretty much just a bit over the hill. All these players kind of turn up and see me turn it on at Celtic Park, so. Don't know. I mean, really, I'm saying that, and there's absolutely nothing that anyone can do about that. But it's just. But there is a there is a phase, there is a point last night where Maeda doesn't touch the ball, Palmer scores, he goes to the crowd, the crowd goes bananas. He's the new appointed one. He's got number seven in his back, and we're like, we're on this. Mm. And there is a slight sliding doors point where you're looking, going, we all know in our head that Maeda's touched it. You just kind of know you're like, oh, he's touched it. And then maybe that's our defeatist attitude. I was like, oh, he's touched it. Josh, he's like, no, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. You're like, yeah. They'll find, a, they'll find an angle to show that he's touched it. You're like, right, fine. He's touched it. Great. And I'm not saying we're not going to rub the green. I don't understand. I get all that stuff. But that moment in time, Celtic were on top of the world. It was brilliant. And you're jumping about. And then, I, mean, I wasn't jumping about because I'm always watching. I'm cautious. And those little things just pass I, by. I, I was jumping about. So, <laughs> such a good, such a good goal, such a good goal. 
It was the fact that in the build up to the call, I was like, oh, that's a nice pass from Scales. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know yeah. he could do that. Oh, Taylor. Scales are good passes, eh? <laughs> 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 the whole build up to it, I was like, oh, we're all right. We're doing okay here. So it kind of it built up to a crescendo and then it just. Yeah. Uh, Fine. Yeah. But look, again, I'm going to try and take the positives here. I look, last year, I didn't. I wasn't convinced Matt O'Reilly was a Champions League level player. But he's obviously not the finished article, but I look at him last night and I think, yeah, you, you could you know, you you do have the ability to to kinda shine at this level. Kyogo last year, let's be honest, very, very disappointing Champions League mm-hmm. campaign. Well, he proved to me last night, one chance goal. So there's de- you know, Maeda looked a bit of headless chicken in the Champions League last year. Yeah, he's still got those elements of the game, but he was, you know, everything else, the work rate that he gets. So, you know, and I could probably go through the rest of the team and actually I've got more confidence that some of the players, you know, that we have can can make the step up now. So, you know, that that's, for me, that is a positive. I thought, I thought we got a... We got a bit damned with faint praise in the Champions League last year. I don't know. I thought it was undeserved at times. Had their opponents in the Champions League last year as well. What's what your respect to? Yeah, do you think? I mean, like, that's who terrible in the side there. I, I thought Shakhtar were a really poor team that were there for the taking last year. They were there um, for the taking. They were, and that's a, again. Let's have another conversation. That's another one we should have won. Yeah. And never did. Were, nah, all right. Decent. I, I, ah, they're decent. Uh, I mean, look, let's see how obviously we go against Atletico Madrid, but I still, you know. Uh, yeah. Some game, isn't it? Mm. Enjoy. So, no funny jokes at Michael Beale. Nothing. Jeez, you've. Uh, I, had a, I had a full uh, podcast of jokes and hilarity laughing at Rangers. I can't even do. I can't even muster the energy to do it. But you're right, Mike. You're right. You're, but the thing is, we need to be in Europe after Christmas, and it's not happening. It didn't happen last year. And it needs to happen this year. It needs to happen. I'm dying for us to get in that. It's just so difficult for us to do it. But that team needs to get. We need to have that level of European football after Christmas because it was boring last year. But Paul, if we don't get it this year, we ain't getting it next year because it's no parachute from the Champions League into the into the Europa League next year. So there's a wee bit of me thinking it's not this year, then really we're gonna to have to wait till the, the coefficient falls to the to the point where we, we go into the Europa League. Rangers which is did a very well. defeatist attitude. Rangers did well tonight, but they kept their coefficient up, didn't they? They did well. Did they? They win again. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so the, the last question before we go, because I'm going to record, put this up, is did you watch, although last week we did not say Posse Coglu's name once and then I listened to it back and Hendo said Ange, I was raging. So you said it at the start. Did you watch? I didn't, say, I didn't say that. No, he said his name. No, I'm not more about it. I'm saying, did you see Guy Lineker's interview? Did you watch it? No, no, not that, not that. Good, good. Well done, well done. You have voice, haven't you? No, I've not. No, no, I can't. <laughs> actually, can't. I can't deal with it. 
I can't deal with all these. I used to get up at four in the morning, mate. Danny Blanchflower, what a player. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you, Gary. Remember you. Yeah, yeah. Fighting for all the immigrants. Yeah. Copper. (laughs) Not for me. It's so weird the way everyone's having this love in with the current Tottenham manager because it's like, I've I've seen this all before. Like, you know. I said that last day. He's seen that for the last couple of years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Move yeah, media on. man. Is a good media man. Oh, a really great self-promotionalist. And the, the thing is, if his ego wasn't that big, we would still jack him Marcus around him. But anyway, there we go. Jack and Marcus um, thing. I hate to be right, but I was totally right about Jack and Marcus. I, was, I called it at the time. I was like, you should never let this guy go. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And he left, and we could have given him more game time or done something. But I mean, he'd have been great last night. Jack and Marcus would have ripped it up last night. He'd have been really good. And if you play, I don't know. Anyway, look. Do, do, we need, do, do we need to worry that we've chucked it away against Lazio and we nearly chucked it away against Motherwell as well? Only a few days before. Well, I, I, let's, let's see it out. And again, the, the space the boy had in the box for Motherwell for their goal was unbelievable. He kind of walks past a couple of lads. You know what I mean? And the what was that? The ninety fifth minute, ninety fourth minute. Then we scored in the ninety sixth or ninety seventh. You know, only for Motherwell just being as bad and giving us plenty of space from Matt Riley to score the winner at first part. But yeah, like again, is that another game we should we should have been savvy enough to see out and nearly threw it away? I don't know. And mm. a kind of weird way, the way I'm, the way I was expecting Lazio to do what they did last night I always like expect us to do what we do to other teams in the Scottish League you know what I mean there's always like that arrogance a little bit of just thinking or I think fear from other teams just think like we've done this so many times to teams in Scotland yeah. there's got to be a, there's got to be a psychological element to that as well and then you get into the Champions League that's the opposite of psychological yeah. element is oh no we're going to lose oh no we're going to lose yeah Exactly. I'm lost. <laughs> I'll just stupid, stupid mistakes like oh. Carter Backers do. Anyway, well, thank you everybody for so listening. I'll tell you just something that. Oh, sorry. sorry. Thank you sorry. Again. No, no, I'll just, no, 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 just going to say just a little uh, uh, interesting story. I went back up to Glasgow last weekend, and I'm coming through the like the, the gates at Heathrow, and I see this kind of wee guy with, with wee feet. Well, I recognise him. And he had like, you know, a black t-shirt on with some sort of big gauche, big white kind of writing on it, which probably means it's really expensive. I recognise him. He was kind of had his pals having a wee bit of trouble getting through the passport control. And it was Stephen Davis. Is it? And it was just so weird that like, I hadn't heard <laughs> him in years and had to Google him and be like, he's still at Rangers? I've not seen or heard them. And then all these kind of video stuff appearing on the internet of him being in Rome watching the Ryder Cup which was obviously why he was in Heathrow and uh, I there you go now he's a Rangers manager just very kind of sliding dozy type moment as well but sorry that was just uh, what, what, you thought he might ask you to come and play that what you thought mm-hmm. you were going to get a game no just, just more like I, I forgot he even existed and now yeah. suddenly you know he's back in everyone's lives again you know the boy from Barimena Oh, Kevin Thompson saying, what does he say? He's a quiet guy, he's a quiet guy. And in the change in and around the change rooms he's a quiet guy, but 
you know, he could play a bit of football. And he knew, he knew his way, the football tactics. He knew, he, like, you just see the same stuff all the time. Like, just shut up. Tiny feet. He was in GD Sports Kids section buying new trainers. Pass it on. <laughs> size four, size four. <laughs> and one of one of the best comments of the week has to go to the Alex Ray coming into the Rangers management team and obviously doing a part time job as an undertaker <laughs> and been That's given what? the name Undertaker. <laughs> is, is that true? Is that of true? course it is. One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. What's the What's the bad boy? What's the What was the CD? The the thing bad man or Bad man's away, or what was the thing in the the car radio? They were listening to the. It was said someone would be like bad man, or they were driving up the Ibrox gates. Somebody was saying, <laughs> no idea. Uh, Bill, Bill's. Uh, oh, that was just. It was all. I, I, I overindulged myself in the. It's the only time Rangers, Rangers fans are Rangers fans until they, they lose their manager. Then they turn into Celtic fans, and they tar- start telling themselves the stuff that we've been telling them. For a year, like, you know that way they're like, they go, they go, ah, this guy's great, Bill's a great genius, 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 and then he's like, Bill gets sacked, and they turn into Celtic fans for twenty four hours, and they start saying, well, I mean, I mean, it was his first job, and he talks too much, like, but we've been telling you this for years, like this guy's guff. You know what I mean? Oh, Michael Bailey did so well, and uh, yeah, well, well, we will go and lick our wounds, and then what's the weekend? What's going on the weekend? Kelly is it, is that a, and then it's international, is it? Yep, yeah, it's international. Just two, two wee things in. One wee thing is I want to talk about, might as well do it. Uh, Kieran Tierney, and they're talking about how many games that Ewan Ferguson needs to play and how many games Michael Owen played and the injuries because he was so young and so prolific. They played him every single game. Saka, I think, for Arsenal. And then Tierney goes down again with another injury. And I, I always think, hmm, like we might have done him a disservice all those years ago, playing him so many times, because I, I really think his, his fingers crossed, isn't, I think his career might be injury blighted. And uh, Tom Logic, I'm really sad about it. I'm not going to lie, I was actually really sad that Tom Logic gave up football, because I thought oh, he was a real, real class act. Oh, he's growing. I have to understand why he didn't. Yeah. Can't believe he's only 30. He feels like he's been around for years and years and years. But I guess he did join us when he was like 17 or more. I just. Yeah, I was reading his. I read his thing, of course. He read his thing and there's the personal aspect. And he came along as a kind of nice person, didn't he? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Quiet family man, never really get his family involved in the spotlight or anything like that, so. What a football player. Yep, class. Oh, great football player, all those years ago. Anyway, yeah, 30 years old and doesn't doesn't do anything, so. Yeah, anyway, that's a, that was my two things about uh, Tierney. I hope Tierney's getting better and he can get to go to the Euros and he's not going to be injured ridden. And uh, mm-hmm. Roderick, that's about. 30 years old, man. She's still playing. It's a self for life, basically, because I've never played for anybody else, really. So it's a bit mad. But yeah, one of words are upwards the weekend. Uh, uh, hopefully, Aberdeen's winning. Is Aberdeen winning? Dan, are you watching it? No, they're losing. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you all next week. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You take care. All the best. Good night. God bless. Cheers.
Cheers, bye-bye.